Welcome to Movies to Watch Before the End of the World. Two film buff friends decide to spend their remaining days creating and watching the ultimate movie bucket list. A podcast filled with film discussions, movie reviews, and a healthy dose of juicy celebrity gossip. Cinephiles unite. We're gonna need each other. Again, sometimes forgets that this is a... It's not a visual it's not medium. not a visual medium. But, Nadim, you can describe yeah. what I just did. Mita touched her nose with her finger. Yeah. <laughs> Which instantly made me think of Kuch Kuch Otahe more than the stick. <laughs> but applies to both. How rude. I, yeah. uh, my other one was I was going to burp. Because there is a burp in this movie. At what point? <laughs> I did it. Where? <laughs> Um, now I don't even remember, but I remember seeing the burp and being like, oh, I could burp. That's an option. Okay. <laughs> this was good. Yeah. Required a bit more of an explanation. Uh, yeah. Okay. How's it going, Mita? <laughs> We're here in person. We're here in person. You yeah. can tell by the weird audio. Mm-hmm. We're going to figure it out one day. When Mita and I have time. <laughs> Who meant when that? When is that? <laughs> But it's always better in person. Honestly, Mita and I are both tied. Tied, tied. tied. <laughs> are you using it? Oh my god, Nadim. I said that this morning to the baby. I said, oh, are you tied, tied? And he goes, tied, tied. And I was like, oh my god, it actually is something a baby says. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't say it as an adult. I say it ironically because they knew so you were going to say it. It was so cute, Now I want to say yeah, it I'm more. like soups, tie tie. Tie tie. Yeah. But that's okay because you're here and that's yeah. always exciting. And we just watched... The trailer okay. for Barbie. Yeah. Because Mita and I decided, it came out today, mm-hmm. and I got a notification when YouTube had premiered it for after like 54 minutes, and I was just like, <laughs> Mita, don't watch it. We'll watch it at my house together, and then we can talk about it. I avoided TikTok the entire Completely, day. Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was all over the socials. It was. But now we've watched it. Yes. Thoughts? Okay. This is either going to be really, really good yeah. or really, really bad. Okay. There's a lot that's there. And I the trailer itself gives you nothing about what's actually happening. Yeah. It's just sort of like, here are the people that we have in this movie and here are all the bright colors. Yeah. But I still don't know what it's about. Yeah. And here are the cute things, the cute like nods and winks that we're doing. Like yeah. the first shot where she takes off her shoes she's and she's standing and she's perched. Still arched. Yeah. I laughed out like, loud. That's cute. <laughs> and like, yes, Margot Robbie looks like Barbie. Yeah. Like all of that. Like. How cool, but like, what are we? What are we getting at? What are we getting at? There's more than one Barbie. There's more than one Ken. Yeah. Like on Instagram today, they also released released the entire cast essentially, which includes like and like what their character is. Yeah. And some of them are just like another Ken. I don't know who Michael Sarah is. He's Alan. Yeah. Yeah. Like what that means. I'm intrigued. And then America Ferrera is a human. A human. Yeah. Yeah. So and like Will Ferrell is in there. Yeah. The cast of Sex Education is in there. (laughs) Like it's a very it's a very interesting cast. Very very spanning. Yeah. So we'll see. It is written by Greta and Noah. Yes. So it's not. I don't think it's going to suck. I wonder if it's going to meet the expectation that is currently being heaped on it. The the hype. The hype. Is it going to live up to that hype? Yeah. I, was Greta signed to it when it was meant to be for Amy Schumer? No, I don't think so. Okay. Because I remember when Amy Schumer was remember, meant to do it. It went to Amy Schumer, it went to Anne Hathaway, and then it went yeah. to Margot Robbie. Oh, Anne Hathaway would have been a been good really choice. Would have been really interesting, yeah. yeah. Better than Amy Schumer. Oh, well, I mean, when it was Amy Schumer, I was like, where are they going to take this? 
Yeah, like, like what I direction? Yeah. Anne Hathaway is a really interesting choice, mm-hmm. especially because she's a little older, right? She's not like young Barbie. She's not young Barbie. Yeah. And speaking of age, mm. I want to say yes. I really enjoy Ryan Gosling. Yeah. But he's looking his age. Being bleach blonde is not yeah, helping not the helping. situation there. He's still very yeah. good looking, blah, blah, blah. He's, he still has charm. He's yeah. still... And like, especially while you were watching it, I'm like, I know why you were cast because you can do this role very well, but you are too old to be doing his it. His face age doesn't match yeah, his, his abs, abs age. age. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's just, he's starting to... And it's not bad. Don't get me wrong. Ryan Gosling is still like he's Ryan still Gosling. Hot. Yeah. yeah. But Canadian Ken, Ken is meant to be like 23. Yeah, that man is not 23. He's like 20 years older than that. <laughs> so like it's, it's it's starting to show. Yeah, he's just looking a bit weathered. And not in a bad way. Ryan Gosling is still like hot. Like don't age. get don't get me wrong, but like he's he shouldn't be playing it the same way a woman in her 40s mm-hmm. shouldn't be playing a 20 year old, or a 20 year old shouldn't be playing a 40 year old. Yeah. He's just, he's too old to be playing that role. And it looks on his face. Unless it's meant to be, like, a weathered Ken. What if it's, like, we don't know yet. What if it's supposed to be, like, Fair enough. Ken is getting old. Ken is getting old, maybe. <laughs> and that's why the, you have the Simu Lee. But yeah. Simu Lee is not young, either. No, but he's not 40. No, he's, like, 30. Yeah. But also, I like that he might be the villain. Yeah. I kind of, I really <laughs> like that. that. That's playing off. Anyways... I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm whelmed. I'm not over or yeah. under. Yeah. I'm just whelmed right now. Yes. I, enough to keep going. I just, I really, I hope that it is good. But I will say, teasers are supposed to tease. Exactly. And this did not tease. No. Do you remember the Patantri teaser? No, because I didn't watch it. It was, <laughs> it was what every teaser should be. It was literally, it really... And it's not the only example. There are plenty of examples of teasers that, like, do exactly what they're meant to do. I don't do. think you ever saw the Promising Young Woman one. No, I did. But I saw it after the fact. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, so it, like, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Like, a teaser is meant to really excite you. This didn't do that for mm-hmm. me, at least. I was kind of like, okay, I'm listening. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. But also, Mita. Yeah. I wanted to talk about one thing, but okay. we're going to talk about a different thing. Okay. We'll talk about the other thing later. Okay. <laughs> At another episode, we'll talk about it. Just talk about what you want to Just talk, talk about. Just talk about what I want to talk yeah. about. So this past weekend, yeah. a lot of things happened in India. Did they? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How could you forget? Honestly, today feels like Friday to me. I know. It really <laughs> it's, it's only, only Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. But yes, India Met Gala. India Met Gala, essentially. Yeah. First of all, there was a Dior show yeah. on Thursday. Uh-huh. Um, underwhelmed by the looks. By everything about Dior was underwhelming. Yeah. But the Nita Mukesh Ambani Cultural Center opening... <laughs> Was the shit. Oh my god. Two days of like celebrities and high fashion and like everyone says the exhibit is incredible. Mm-hmm. I have not heard a single bad thing online. Everyone is like it's worth the price. The show itself is incredible. Oh. Like I have not heard a single bad thing and also it just looked like such a good time. It looks so much fun. All so, of them there. All of them all there. All the kids. All of them were there and like the fashion was great. It was all and then some random... Hollywood celebrity Spider-Man was there. Spider-Man was there. <laughs> Spider-Man and Mary with Jane. With this random girl, Zendaya, who I just, I can't figure she's out up why and she's, comer. she's an up-and-comer. She's kind of And then Penelope Cruz and... Yeah! I don't know why Penelope... I love that one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why? Was... I'd rather Salma. Huh? I'd rather Salma. Salma who? Hayek. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll see if they do this again next year. 
if it's meant to be like a yearly thing, like like it's meant to be Indian Met Gala, because that could be really interesting. Mm. But I've heard some, so I heard some feedback. Oh. So there was apparently a video going around the internets, mm-hmm. larger than the Indian internets. Okay. Of Zendaya and Tom Holland leaving mm-hmm. and some paparazzi kind of following their car. Okay. And like in India, there's a law that cars can't have tinted windows yeah. to prevent uh, like illicit activity happening in them. So anyone who, like celebrities are sitting in cars without tinted windows. And the paparazzi are essentially chasing the car. And some non-Desi or non-Indian publications have got hold of this. And people are like, this is ridiculous. It's inappropriate. Blah, blah, blah. Because they don't do that? Because they don't do that here? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So calling it like an awkward, vi- like it's the video is awkward. I think some of the people, first of all, there are some videos of people... Of the, of the Paps. Oh, Gigi Hadid was there. Yeah. There, there is, there is of the Paps trying to like get the attention of these celebrities. And honestly, that is like almost the best time. <laughs> One of these Paps calls Tom Holland, Tom Homecoming. <laughs> Tom Homecoming. Tom, Tom Homecoming. So someone called Nick Jonas. Someone, someone called Nick Jonas Gigi, which means like brother-in-law, brother-in-law. which is really <laughs> which adorable, is so which is really adorable. Which I think is nice for Priyanka. Yeah. Yeah. So one, you can hear one paparazzi talking to the other one saying, who's this girl? Is this Shakira when Gigi had each <laughs> Just like... Indian paparazzi won the night. Won the night. Yeah. And just like really just... And not being insulting, just flat out, just not, not knowing, being aware, not being aware of which I think is so good for it's Hollywood. It's so people. necessary it's for so Hollywood. Humbling. It's so humbling, yeah. and you can see, like, when Tom Holland hears someone calling him Tom Homecoming, he's kind of like taken aback yeah. by it, and it's kind of like, yeah, not everyone knows no. who you are, and that's good for you. Yeah, it's good for all of us. You're really. not worldwide, <laughs> but also someone called Zendaya, Jendaya with a J, but that's because people who speak Hindi. Like, in India, don't say Z. Yeah. They say J. And people are like, her name is Zendaya. That's so disrespectful. And it's just like... No, it's no. just their accent. It's just their accent. <laughs> yeah. Just, and I, it made me, like, instantly angry. Because oh. I was just like, why is everything so, like, Western framed and, like... Now, are we seeing this because we are in the West? And, like, our social media feed will probably be flustered with more of those comments than it would like if we were in India. Well, I do follow a lot of Indian things on yeah. on Instagram and everyone has been like glowing. Yeah. And most of the like even like satirical places have been like glowing reviews of the event, making fun of the paparazzi, making fun of like things. Like there's always something to make fun of, but like kind of just I think because I do see the opposite of it, like, on TikTok when there's Priyanka Chopra videos, yeah. for instance. And, like, some of the Western people are, like, poking fun at her, being like, why do people like her? And I'll look at the comments, and there are people from India who will back her up. Yeah, and be yeah, like, yeah. hey, shut up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's Priyanka <laughs> no Chopra, idea who she no is. idea who she is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think it happens on both sides. But Westerns just feel so much more toxic. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm trying to get <laughs> yeah, at. That like even though toxic. it just feels toxic about it. Because even though like brown people do it and like brown people within the the world do it, mm-hmm. it's kind of just like, yeah, fine, you have some people who hate and don't hate and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. It's kinda of like it's kinda of like you can make fun of your own family, but other people can't. Yeah. That's kind of what it is. And it's just like you don't get to talk about what happened here because you don't yeah. know you don't know what you're talking about. 
They don't. I saw someone, they were watching the video of Ranbir and, sorry, not Ranbir and Priyanka dancing. Oh my god, to Galaguria. Yeah, and like they were saying like, oh, she's not really like putting moves into it. I was like, one, did you look at the heels? <laughs> the heel, yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's yeah. not putting moves, moves into, into it. it. Two, watch the goddamn movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Watch, <laughs> watch the, the movie. Watch the movie and ask Ask yourself, why is Anushka Sharma casted as the dancer on the cruise ship when Prangachopra is the better dancer? But also in that sequence, he brought her on stage yeah. into a performance that she didn't know no that she was going to do. Remember that choreography from a movie from she like six like, years ago? Exactly. And just like bounce and just perform. Like that was so heartening because it's just like they're just having a good time. Yeah. So like easy. You don't know what's going on here. You don't, and it's not for you. No. Not everything is it's for you. the West. This is for us. This is for us. Yeah. Zendaya and Tom Holland showing up. It's nice for them. But like, honestly, I was more excited to see Priyanka and Anushka and Deepika and Ali Ali. Putt looked incredible. Yeah. That's what, that's what we came to see. You guys are like a little bonus, but like, you're on our you're turf. You're not necessary. You're not necessary. You're on our turf. Yeah. So you'll do things... And they were great. In, in in their defense, like, it was nice. Zendaya looked spectacular in that sari. Like, you, she, you, that is beautiful. She looked amazing. Probably the best she's looked in, like, a long time. Like, she looked really, really good. And they looked like they, they showed up. They looked like they had a good time. Tom Holland should have worn something dizzy and not a tux. Whatever. Like, who dressed it? Who dressed I it? I don't know. Who dressed it? But all this to say is that, like, it's just those West-facing mentality Mm -hmm. is so, like... And there's no one in the comments being like, I don't know, maybe this is just how things are done. Maybe we don't know, like... Yeah. No, it's so, like, instantly toxic. Mm. Do you know? Yeah. But, Rita, speaking of something that maybe wasn't toxic... Yeah. Was it toxic? Was it slipping under? With the taste of (laughs) I was like, is that what she's saying? And then I was trying to think of the lyric. It wasn't toxic. Yeah. But anyways, Mita, what did we watch? This week, Nadeem, we won Best Picture winner of 1973, Mm -hmm. The Sting. The Sting. Sting. Starring one Paul Newman and Robert Redford. Yes, Mita. Yeah. Is it my turn? It's your turn. Let me pull up the (laughs) disc row. With the taste of your lips, I'm on a ride. You're toxic, I'm slipping under. Such a good song. It is her best song. It is, yeah. That is the number one Britney Spears There's top. no argument. That's like one of my favorite albums. That was a good album. Yeah. It was really when she came into her own. <laughs> also, samples of Bollywood song. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So here's the disc mm. Two grifters team up to pull off the ultimate con. That's it. Really? <laughs> That's all it's got? That's all it's That's got. all it puts out there? That's all it puts out there. I mean, I guess that is what it is. That's technically it. Yeah. Also, more than... I watched it on Crave. Yeah. Same. Oh but my gosh. Crave gives way too much information away. Because it says, after a mutual friend is murdered... Oh, I didn't yeah, even read it. I read I it and I was just like, play. oh, this is too much information. That is a lot. Be, yeah. Well, you just spoiled it for me. Well, I mean, it's fine because <laughs> it's, the, it's the setup. But yeah. like still... But yes, this is the con. This is the sting. The sting, not the con. <laughs> but Mita, yeah, you loved this, didn't you? I really enjoyed my time. <laughs> oh, I did. I don't know if love is the word. Oh, I'm still in it. I just finished watched it last night. And I thought 
Yeah. You loved this. I really enjoyed it. It's Robert Redford doing Ocean's Eleven. I know. <laughs> like, there's so much there. There's that's so, like There's, like, no to, reason. Yeah. To love. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm at love yet. Okay. I'm, like, maybe two or three more dates and, like, I'll be in oh, love okay. with. Yeah. And it wasn't love at first sight? It, it's not love at first sight. It's a really strong, palpable like. Interesting. Like, very attracted to this Fascinating. movie. Yeah. I can see myself with this movie for a long time. Redford doing Ocean's Eleven. What else do you need? I if think... I had sold this to you and been like, Mita, it's Robert Redford doing Ocean's Eleven, you would have left this room, gone home, and watched this right away. But I think what it is, is up till now, we've been watching more 70s films, like in terms of what is content. Present- oh, content, yeah. yes. They're based in the 70s. Yeah. And it was like a little, it took me back a bit to be like, oh, we're in 1936. All okay, of a sudden. sure. And that was like kind of like, huh. It's a period piece. <laughs> period piece. Mm-hmm. But then also watching it, like the that actual. 40 years from when the movie was actually filmed. Yeah. Which is crazy because we watched whatever came out in 1936. And then they weren't good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what, what, what was there. But when I was thinking about the film that did one Best Picture right before it, which is The Godfather, which does take place in a similar timeline, Time frame, yeah. I was th- just like thinking aesthetically. Yeah. Watching The Godfather is a much more aesthetically pleasing movie than watching The Sting. Oh, like, interesting. To- like, just the the vividness and the color of the film itself like it's a lot more yeah it's a lot more dull i did really enjoy this though from the first setup like from the first con yes yes Yes. that was like so much fun to watch it also was really fun to watch because though i started watching it i was about 20 minutes into the movie my dad goes oh i'm gonna watch this with you and i was like oh okay and then he goes, I've seen it like 10, 12, 15 times. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. So you don't mind just starting from here? And he goes, no, no. Go back to the first. <laughs> <laughs> so you had to watch it again. So I had to watch the first 20 minutes again. And I was just like, okay. But no, it was a, it was, it was a lot of fun. That's, yeah, yeah. I had a good time uh, with it. I I know I like started with your reaction because honestly I watched it and I was just like, oh, Mita freaking loved this. <laughs> this is Mita's this movie. This is Mita's movie. Because so it was just so much fun. Yeah. It was just an easy, entertaining movie. It's not, there's nothing to take away from this. Mm-hmm. There's literally nothing to there's take no, away. There's no like life lesson. There's no like life lesson. It's not about poverty. It's yeah. not about family or yeah. masculinity. Or, or like... The struggle of the, the con struggle man, of, yeah, why they exactly. need to do the con. The American dream. It's just two guys just, yeah. who want to make some money. Two good looking white men. Yeah. One with the bluest eyes I've no, ever no, seen in my life. Both with the bluest yeah. eyes. No, but Paul Newman's eyes, at one point I was just like, Jesus, it's a C. Both, like it's, both of them are insane. Yeah, it's like wild. I feel like, did they... Is that really their eyes? Yeah. I don't think they had, like, contacts, CGI. Right. Well, yeah. they didn't have CGI, but they didn't have contacts that's, either. That's those really are Paul Newman. The C in Paul Newman's eyes. Yeah. It's wild how blue those are. He's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, it's hard not to look at Robert Redford and think of Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. It's yeah. really, really alarming how it much they very, look alike. But I feel like Brad Pitt has, like, absorbed a lot of... Robert Redfordness because he comes after. I feel like Brad Pitt has modeled himself in his career. Yes. Maybe not his personal life, but his career to be similar to Robert Redford. Also, I will say that I think 
Brad Pitt is aging better than Robert Redford did. Yeah. Which is but, a weird thing considering Robert Redford is still very attractive. Yeah. But Brad Pitt... Brad Pitt is, is living in today's time, though, yes. where there's, like, oh, yes. good Nipping and talking. and doctors. Yeah. I'm That's not... Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> not probably. Brad's had any nips and tucks. Probably. He might have. You look at his face now, and you're like, there's definitely... I just feel like if at one point in your life you were engaged to Gwyneth Paltrow, you know that you <laughs> are doing something, something yeah. to fix that face. She knows. She's got that goopy face. Yeah. She probably gave him, like, a vagina jade crystal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever it was. To do something with, yeah. But yes, this is, as we were saying before we got super sidetracked, there's nothing to take away from this movie, and it's totally fine. But it, like, works. It it's totally so much works. fun. It's the perfect, just, like, ride. Which is why there's some interesting facts about this. Okay, tell it, me the facts. It was incredibly financially successful. Mm-hmm. It made $156 million at that time. Shit. Adjusted for inflation, $750 million at the box office. Wow. So that is wild. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> But that's crazy. That means it was a huge financial success. This was the Titanic of that time. Oh. Think, yes. Now you're putting it into, like, perspective, right? Yeah. That's why your dad has seen this 10, 15 oh, times. Yeah. yeah. He thoroughly enjoyed he, it, And too. I can totally see anyone of that age being like, oh, the sting. Yeah. And the because... The sting is, like, a good time. And I think what you're referring to, that feeling of not loving it... Yeah. ...is because we've watched and fallen in love with movies that have essentially tried to remake this and have including... been successful yes Ocean's, Ocean's 11. 11 yes there's so much that, my mind 11. could not not go there not like go it there. just yeah. makes total sense there's... you can see where there's so much so much inspiration you would think that Ocean's 11 would have a lot of inspiration from the original Ocean's 11 no. I have just watched that this past Christmas oh, oh and it wasn't good right I didn't love it no yeah. and like so I don't think Stephen watched it. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Yeah, I, 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 you, I think you mentioned that the only thing Ocean's Eleven actually does is take like a group of stars. Yeah. And do a movie, movie with, with it. it. Yeah. Which, I mean, I wasn't alive during when the original yeah. Oceans came out, but newer Oceans does that better. Yeah, like, it's a bigger, it's, it's a bigger, bigger deal. It's a bigger yeah. deal. It's bigger stars. You got George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, Julia Roberts, Julia Roberts, Andy Garcia. Casey Affleck, like there's a Elliot Gould, Elliot Gould, like <laughs> yeah. it just keeps going and going, yeah. But Ocean's Eleven essentially is remodeling <clears throat> itself after the Sting, yeah. And I think we've experienced other con movies, even like Matchstick Men or. Uh, it's not a con movie, but it, the Nice Guys kind of came kind to, of yeah. yeah came to mind when even I was like watching this. Bunteer Bubbly, like <laughs> yeah. there are a bunch of examples of movies that have. Not necessarily borrowed, I wouldn't say, but were influenced yes. heavily by this. Mm-hmm. And can you imagine the twists and turns, um, the experience of this thing? Right. Well, uh, so the end twist for me yeah. was fairly obvious. Yeah. Yeah. But I was watching it thinking like, would I have known this? Am I a smarter audience today? What was the audience like back then? Like, yes. Would they really, did they, okay, they, spoiler alert. Yeah, we, this is a movie that is very old. We can talk about yeah. it. Yeah, Paul Newman and Robert Redford are shot at the end of the movie. Yeah. And so you're led to believe that they both died. And then you find out that it's actually part of the con. 
And as an audience member watching it now, today, I was just like, okay. I, you know exactly I where it's going. Yeah. Yeah. They're both not dead. Well, from the moment <laughs> yeah. the police are introduced, you're like, this has something to do with it. Yeah. You knew, you don't know what, but you're like, something is going on here. But I wonder what it would have been like in. Oh my God. You, that was probably such a ride. Yeah. I was just I like, will what? Say, <laughs> I will say the Salino twist. Yes. That I was that actually was like, what? That one was good. I literally was shook and yeah. I turned to my dad. I was like, but what? <laughs> I was I was legit. I did not expect that. So that was great. And the character answered the exact same question I had. Why didn't she kill me the night before? Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's a real legitimate question. Like, yeah. it's, it was a great twist. Yeah. It was just, and I feel like you were still in a position to experience a lot of it so many years later, mm-hmm. even though some of it you were, you knew. Yeah. We were, as audience members now, we're ahead of audience members then. Mm-hmm. So, like, even that first um, that first con, you were kind of just like, okay, I know this movie's about con men. I know Robert Redford's a con man. But so, I didn't But know you didn't know that, yeah. That, I'm forgetting his name, but it's James Earl Jones' dad. Yes, him. Him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that. Yeah. Him. <laughs> I didn't know he was in on it. Yeah. Right? And so I was kind of like, where is this going? Yeah. I was I was surprised. Yeah. yeah, this was your first time watching it too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never seen this. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those movies that I was watching and I was just like this is something I would watch again. Yeah. This is something that I could you could easily sit down. It's a fun Sunday it's movie. It's a fun Sunday movie to leave on in the background or watch. It's very family friendly. Like there's nothing really certain language. There's I mean no... there's like dance. Oh, there's a little bit there's of a dance. Little shimmy there's a, a little shake. shimmy. Yeah. A little shimmy and a, a strip. But a strip. A strip tease. A strip. But we don't see too much boobage or anything. There's no tits. There's no boobs. No. <laughs> but yeah, it's very, very easy to watch. It's a very simple to watch movie. And when I when I read that information about how the box office was such a big deal, I was just like, oh, this was a big deal then at the time. Yeah. Especially because there was another movie that actually came out a week apart from this. Oh. This came out on December 25th. And I think a week before, mm-hmm. another movie came out that was also nominated for Best Picture. Oh. The Exorcist. Oh, that came out at Christmas time? Yeah, that came out at Christmas. Christmas, yeah. Wow. What a statement. What a statement. To make at Christmas time. Yeah. What a a statement to make specifically. Jesus' fake birthday. Yeah. (laughs) And not to put it out in Halloween. I mean, that's saying more about The Exorcist, I think. Yeah. Now, we have reviewed The Exorcist. Yes. I love The Exorcist. You do. It is a five-star film for me. Okay. Remind us of your feelings. I, I really enjoyed yeah. The Exorcist as well. I think I did a four or four and a half. Yeah. It wasn't quite a five. Yeah. But I did really enjoy it. Yeah. And I was thinking about it while watching this. Yeah. Because I also watched another nominated film. <gasps> did you? I watched American Graffiti. Did you? Yes. Good for you. And I have rented Cries and Whispers, but did not get the chance to watch it. Oh. Ingmar. Yeah. I, I really wanted to watch it by now. Who's in Cries and Whispers? I don't know. I just saw it. I think it's all in a foreign language, too. I just read Swedish. It. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, there you go. So I didn't watch it. But <laughs> I watched American Graffiti. Talk to me about American Graffiti. I am shocked that this man then directed Star Wars. Like, it's so... It's two very mm. different worlds to yeah. me. It's a PG film. American Graffiti? Yeah. Yeah. It's a high school... Like, you can totally see where... It may be referenced later on in, like, Fast Times at Ridgemont High or even, like, in some John Hughes movies. Yeah. Like, it takes that snapshot idea of, like, one night in a high schooler's yeah, yeah, life. Yeah. It's a it's a nice movie. I would not put it 
in the realm of being like best picture. Really? Yeah. It felt like we've had G movies and PG mm-hmm. movies, but those have felt like epics to me, like Sound of Music. Like that is Oliver. Yeah, yeah. I come back to Oliver a lot. <laughs> Oliver, yeah. or even My Fair Lady. Yeah. Like there's something very substantial, and maybe that's the musical element of it. Yeah. But this one just felt like very like ho hum. Like I would never say Ferris Bueller's Day Off should be nominated for Best Picture. Like I just don't see it in that realm, especially when you have a film like The Exorcist. Yeah. Because if you're gonna, are we asking the question which one deserves? I mean, yeah, you've seen three. I've only seen two. I actually think this is me in 2023 saying it. The Exorcist is the best out yeah. of all those three that I've seen. Yeah, that's and that that sounds like it makes sense. I do want to pose the question. Do you think American Graffiti is there? Because you've seen it, I haven't. Because it's the first of its kind, though. I think, yeah, there's something to say about that. And you've, we've seen the Fast Times and the Ferris Bueller's and the Back to the Futures and the, all the other high school movies that derive from American Graffiti. My only thing with that is we say that now. At the time, at, yeah. At the time, they didn't know that that was going to be a thing. No, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it, maybe that's the reason, reason it was founded. Because, yeah. like, it was the first. Because it so was the first. So it felt hadn't novel. seen anything yeah. like it before. This yeah. really was the first of, you know, because is that what we're taking away? We haven't had a repeat idea yet, really, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there hasn't been another con movie. There hasn't been another horror, like, flat-out horror movie. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been another high school movie. Even last week when we did Deliverance and Godfather and... Cabaret, those felt new, new. as those well. Are new ideas. They're new ideas. Through. They're new ideas and they're new stories. So For but, that reason, yes, it's probably on the table for yeah. that. But if I'm going off of like feeling, I would not put that on par with even the sting. Like I think the sting is a much more enjoyable film. Yeah. I've, I found American graffiti to be kind of boring. Really? Yeah. Have you? You've I have seen never it seen it. No, and now I'm kind of wanting to. Yeah, you should watch it. Richard Dreyfuss and Ron Howard. Yeah. What an old white man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> old white men that will do things with their careers. Like in that aspect, it's really. That's interesting. actually really interesting. Yeah. You have George Lucas. You have Francis Ron Ford. Howard, yeah. Francis Ford Coppola writing it. Like, I I get it's a nice story. It's just not anything that I what was driven driven, driven by. A, yeah. yeah. Driven's an interesting word to use for it. But, yeah. It wasn't anything amazing. Hmm. It wasn't wild. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. (laughs) I would say, between The Exorcist and The Sting, all I've seen... Obviously, I love The Exorcist. Yeah. Like, I cannot deny that. It's an all-time favorite film, and for a reason. So, obviously, if I were to vote, I would vote for The Exorcist. Yeah. But I get why The Sting won. It was probably so polarizing. The Exorcist? Yeah. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, I, I get why the Sting one. And the Sting was exactly the opposite mm-hmm. of The Exorcist in it's that so way. so warm and inviting, and it's like, come, enjoy the ride. I just like, described it as a family film yeah. versus The Exorcist, mm-hmm. which is not family-friendly at all. No. So, definitely... Well, it depends on the family. Which is interesting, <laughs> com- yeah. which is interesting comparing it to even last week's review of... Uh, Deliverance, The Godfather, and Cabaret, where we called Godfather your middle-of-the-ground film. Mm-hmm. So are we starting to see where the one, oftentimes the thing that wins Best Picture is what is 
down the middle, the middle and not like and that's why we have such terrible winners in the 80s yeah yeah because if you think of something like taxi driver which does is i think taxi driver is coming within the next like 10 weeks at least let's say oh no in 76 which so is in a few more ups in a few more ups rocky wins when taxi driver was nominated oh i've never seen taxi driver in all of its entirety oh me oh. we're gonna have to watch that oh <laughs> That's going to be a tough week because you also haven't seen Network. What are we watching instead, though? Because we can't watch Rocky. We can't watch Rocky or All the President's Men. No. So We're watching both. And Bound for Glory is the other one. <laughs> <laughs> and anyways, yeah. we'll talk about We'll figure that out then. But it's another interesting example of middle of the ground. Mm-hmm. It's the extremes are being considered and they're being recognized, but they're not winning. And you're getting you're getting these movies that are crowd pleasers or easily digestible. Hmm. And it's ironic that The Godfather was that movie last week and it's the movie next week too. I guess the question though is like if I was going to ask somebody today, like a young person today, like do you know The Sting or do you know The Exorcist? I can see them saying The Exorcist more. And so sometimes I'm wondering like is it like is it better for a film to not actually have one yeah. best picture? There's some, because because if, I told my dad we're watching this, and he was like, this one best yeah. picture? <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of surprised. Yeah. And he's seen this like 10, 10 15, 15 times. times. Yeah. yeah. For someone who watches a lot of movies, yeah. that's a lot. A lot of time. That's a lot of times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even if you look at next week, we have The Godfather Part 2, mm-hmm. and then you have Chinatown and The Conversation, and you have something called Lenny and The yeah. Towering Inferno. Is The Godfather Part 2, but by that point, has The Godfather started to create the clout? Or like the, yeah, the like the higher legacy. notion. Yeah, yeah, exactly, that it has now. I don't know. Hmm. It's going to be interesting to, because I think now we're really getting into the nitty gritty of what the Academy has become. Mm. Before it was what it was trying to be, and that's why you have garbage like the Broadway Melody winning. Yeah. And you have like Citizen Kane losing, and you like, there is this like, what's going on and now i think we're finally starting, starting to see again, 45 years into the awards Jeez. yeah yeah last man. week was 45 this was 46 this is 46 uh-huh. that's crazy that's, oh my god is this, the, this is the halfway point oh my god oh, this is almost the halfway point Whoa. 95 is the halfway the official halfway we're almost there that's kind of crazy wow crazy wild <laughs> That's really ridiculous. Wild, right? That's where we are. And I think now we're starting to see... I'm kind of happy to be here now, At this point? At this point, I really struggled in the beginning. I was like, oh, are we going to do this? I had moments of doubt. You have doubts? I had. (laughs) Had doubts because it was a lot of not so great things. No, the 30s were really rough. They were. They were really rough. And I can't think of a single great film outside of like it happened one night. Yeah. Oh, I, there was the original All Quiet on the Western Front. But even still. I know to you it yeah. didn't connect the same way, <laughs> yeah. but even you can recognize, okay, that's a good it's film. It's a good film, yeah. yes. But I think there are fewer examples of, like, good films. We're starting to see so many in the 70s, and, like, the 60s was a build-up, too. It's just, it's... It's a very exciting time. It is exciting times. But it's not gonna last. Or it's not it? gonna last. I'm excited for the 90s. <laughs> I'm not excited for the 80s. Yeah. The, we'll get through it. The 80s are going to be bland. Mm. And I think these movies in the 70s are exciting. 
like even something like the sting, which is kind of pedestrian. Yeah. Let's call it like let, that's kind of the spade of spade of it. It's kind of like very basic. It's, it's for all audiences. It's for all audiences. It's not telling you anything. It's not cinema as a form of like. There's no message in this yeah. movie. There's not a single message in mm-hmm. this movie, and that's okay for what it stands for. It's done very well. It's very entertaining. It's it's it achieves exactly what it's meant to achieve as a film. So yes. I'm not I'm not harshing it at that. But it's also not digging deeper into what cinema, you know, should be doing. Yeah. The way movies like Midnight Cowboy do. Yes. Or even something like, even like Patton, for instance, does attempt to like say something. To do something. To different. do something. This is not. And sure, that's okay. Because this is just meant to be entertaining. Mm-hmm. Whereas also something like The Godfather is meant to be a little literary. Yes. Like there is, there is. There's a story being told. Yes. Yeah, there's a gonna, real story. Being encapsulated in this time. Exactly. This is just meant to be fun. Yeah. Like the goal is let's it's have a, a good time. It's a romp. It's a romp. Yeah. So a romp winning best picture. Yeah. Which honestly, like I am okay with. Yeah. I think if you, but then I was thinking like, but if there was a romp today, would I be upset about a romp? So. Because what? Everything everywhere all at once in a lot of ways is a romp but it's a romp really trying it's to a romp say a with lot. purpose yes. it's a purpose and it's really trying to say things yeah so i guess the example would have been if something like knives um, out but that isn't even nominated I'm knives out sure. is a good example yeah i was gonna say like a marvel movie oh, like a top Wakanda. gun had one. Oh, top gun is it? yeah but top gun is also about like retribution and you know <laughs> Coming back from blah, 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 and all of it. You know what I mean? Like, yes, but I also think, like, it, of this time of, like, we were, we've had a terrible two years of not seeing movies, and now here's this movie that made everybody go see movies. I know, but the movie itself is still trying to have a message. Yeah. Whereas The Stig is really not saying anything. Anything, like, purposeful. At, nothing purposeful at all. I did have a question for you. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> this movie is directed by the same director as Butch Cassidy yeah. and Sundance Kid. This movie stars Butch Cassidy and, and the Sundance, Sundance Kid. Good. Which do you like better? I like the Sting. Okay, better. good. I was like, just... I'm glad we're on the same. Butch thing. Cassidy didn't do it for me. No. I, uh, this I was... hate the ending of Butch Cassidy. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't a. I, I, I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. This I really just enjoyed. And I really liked Paul Newman and I really liked. Robert, Robert Redford. Redford. They're both so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> They're just, it's, but Robert Redford also kind of looks like Owen Wilson. Really? Yeah, kind, kind of. of? Uh, a I little guess bit. so. Yeah. But I Owen just, Wilson is not good looking. No. But he's not like. No, but Brad has the same charm that Robert Redford has. Yes. Brad could do all the roles that Robert Redford has yeah. done. Yes, 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 yes. And I think Robert Redford moved into directing and producing and then having Sundance as a film yes, festival yes, yes. and like wanting to create. And I think Brad has sort of leaned into that in terms of producing as well. Yeah, with Plan B. Yeah. And he produces very well. He has an Oscar for producing. So yeah. I mean like. I think he has two. Does he have two? Well, he definitely has one for 12 Years a Slave. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember one? another one, but I can't right now. I think it's just the one. Okay. He also has an Oscar for his performance in Once Upon a Time he in has, Hollywood. He, he does Oscars. have two Oscars. He only has two Oscars. Okay. Yeah. He was nominated for The Big Short as well. Oh, yes. And Moneyball. And, like, Women Talking. Was he nominated or no? They took no. him off? Yeah. No, he... Uh, you could see that. And I, you li- I like to see that maturity mm-hmm. in him. But, like, like I was saying this week... 
There's that trailer that came out for the Jennifer Lawrence movie. Yeah. What's it called again? Oh, I was so excited about it. I was trying to get you in on it a few months ago. <laughs> it's called No Hard Feelings. Uh-huh. I am uh, super looking forward to it because it's exactly what Jennifer Lawrence should be doing. Like these unpretentious, just fun movies. She's a great comedian. It'll be fun to see her in something like easygoing. And I was just thinking, I'm like, why haven't we ever seen like Leonardo DiCaprio in a rom-com? Doing a rom-com. Doing a rom-com or something simple. But we have seen Brad Pitt do like Ocean's Eleven and like not be super serious all the time. Even like Bullet Train or whatever. Like there, it's his attempt at just doing things. So it's nice to see Brad Pitt really just expand his, you know. Brad Pitt being his Robert Redford himself. (laughs) Robert Redford and Robert Redford did that too. Like he he did a variety of roles. And And he's in Marvel movies. Is he? He's in, not recently. He actually, he plays like, um, I can't remember if he's like a senator or is he the, he's the head of something, but then he turns out to be a bad guy. He turns out to be a Nazi actually. So it's kind of interesting. (laughs) I don't know if you guys know, but I, I don't love Marvel movies. But you love Nazis. Not as much as me, though. <laughs> but yeah, he is in the Marvel oh, Cinematic okay. Universe. Oh, great. He's there. Great. Yeah, he teams up with uh, his Horse Whisperer co-star, Scarlett Johansson. ScarJo! Yeah, yeah, baby ScarJo. Do you have any sequel prequel ideas for this? I would like to... like So the ending is pretty ambiguous in that... Yeah, they just uh, get away with they it. They get away with it. But I also think those two men in particular, they're going to be driven by the actual con itself and not so They're much. not, yes. They're, yeah, so there's going to be more hijinks that ensues. Yeah. And so I would like to see another con. There was a sequel. Th- that's what my dad was saying. And I was yeah. like, no, there isn't. There but is, I didn't yeah. get, there is? Yeah. Is it with both of them? I don't, I don't think either of them. So then, no. What's the point? Yeah, yeah. because... You can't have a movie as like much this as, without star power. Yeah, as much as this movie is not really about anything or trying to move anybody or, yeah. you know, win a Pulitzer Prize for best writing or whatever, those two as the leads makes the most sense because they are just so charming and charismatic and you can't help but fall in love in their deep, deep blue eyes. <laughs> like, it's just, you need those two. Jackie Gleason. Um, Mac Davis. No, I don't want to watch that. I no. want to watch Robert Redford and Paul Newman and more movies. Yeah, that's that's they the, work. They work. <laughs> yeah, they're great chemistry. They're fun. Yes, also very good looking. Yeah, it's just they are the Brad Pitt and George Clooney. Yeah, of that, their time. Of their time. Oh my god, that is exactly what they are. Yeah, they should have done more. Brad Pitt and George Clooney only have the Oceans movies. Yeah, I was just thinking. I'm yeah. like, they only they have that. Something. They should do something else. Like I don't know why we paired George Clooney with Julia Roberts. That's not. Like, I'm not dying to see Ticket to Paradise. No. I also don't understand why Ticket to Paradise was a thing and why George and Julia decided but I, this is the one. I think they just wanted to have fun. Just like you... In like, Bali? Because, yeah. 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 In Bali, yeah. Free they trip to Bali. fun. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's... Maybe that's was them being like, let's do... Let these two Oscar winners do a rom-com. But, yeah. I mean, like, look at... I mean, have you heard anything about Air yet? Not yet, no. Because look at Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. They want to have some fun together. Let's make air. But air could be more. It could be. Yeah. But I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. And I get the feeling it's not going to be anything. No, it's also releasing at the time of your it's awards. It's a terrible not, time. Yeah. Why about, are you doing this in April? If it's not meant to be an awards contender. Yeah. It, that's why they're, they're releasing it now. So probably. Mm-hmm. But also their last movie did not do so well. The two of them? Yeah. What was their last one? The last duel. 
Oh, right. That's a really fantastic movie, though. It really is. Yeah. I was recommending it to a colleague this week. I was just like, you should watch it. Like, is it light? And I'm like, no, it's the opposite of light. It's a rape drama. But a good rape drama. But not heavy. It's pretty heavy, Mita. I didn't find it like I was drowning in it. No, it wasn't it's like... It's not like... It's not the sting. No, it's not, it's not the sting, but yeah. it's also not soft and quiet, no. so... There you go. It's like an in-between. Finding an in-between. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, no, I just want to see what the next con is. No, and that's totally... and that, I think that's the thing, but I'm glad... I'm glad we don't have a franchise of this. Because the oh, one thing don't about it. Oceans is that we didn't need the others. Oceans 12 is a bad movie. Have you rewatched them? I don't need to. Because Oceans 11 I have seen bajillion times. Mm-hmm. Oceans 12 is just bad. It's boring. It's a boring film. Ocean's 13 is less boring, but I feel like they needed to make it to redeem themselves. 13 was the redemption movie. Yeah. I think 12 could be, could be really good, but it loses its audience because yeah. it's too long and they're trying to create like a, a history with some of the characters that's yeah. not really necessary. But there are some really there are still some fun aspects of 12. The whole Julia Roberts thing. No, like, I think involving, like, Lionel's parents also being involved oh, in it. Yeah. Like, the twists in it are kind of cute, and the music is really good in 12. Like, I really enjoyed that oh. score. It's one of my favorites to fall asleep to. Mm. <laughs> um, Maybe I'll revisit it. Just revisit it. But it's it. not Ocean's Eleven. It's not Ocean's Eleven. No. no. And <laughs> I think there is that joke where, like, Ben Affleck made fun of Matt Damon where it's like, yeah, you really needed to make Ocean's 12. Like, you clearly just wanted more money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't mind having it. Like, it's nice. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't mind okay. that it's there. I'm not like, oh, you really sullied the whole... I you am. ruined everything. You feel saying. like it ruined Ocean's 11? I don't know, kind of. I think when you have unnecessary... And, like, these are very far apart. The Sting 2 came out in 83. Yeah. So it's, like, 10 years. Okay. Which is substantial, and they're not a part of it. So it really just feels like its own standalone. Like, no, I don't think many of the, it's not directed by the same person. It doesn't start by the same people. So it's its own movie. You could kind of remove it. They just wanted to have it attached to that name so many yeah, people would go see exactly. it. Exactly. And maybe the characters are the same, but Robert Redford and Paul Newman are not in it. Mm-hmm. So. Did you ever see Chinatown 2? I forget the name of the no, two Jakes. No, I didn't. You should never watch yes, that. Yes, you told I, me. Yeah. You were like, do not do, do this. Not watch that. Yeah. Don't ruin it. And that's what happens. Sometimes other people sully it. Yeah. And that's why I like I like the sting for what it is. So I'll go into my review. Okay, go Because I like the sting for what it is. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's I think it's so rare to come across a film. I can't think of a lot of movies that are just meant to be entertaining. Mm-hmm. You know? Because even something like, let's say Mean Girls, for instance. Mean Girls is trying to teach a lesson, too. Mm-hmm. It's entertaining AF. It's funny. It's topical. It's still relevant, but it's still trying to teach you a lesson. Another movie that isn't trying to teach you a lesson, Ocean's Eleven. (laughs) And that's the thing. That's all it is. It's just meant to be a good time. It's not trying to say anything. And as a person who loves movies that try to say things, and especially in genres that aren't necessarily known for saying things like horror or comedy, I think it was really nice to just be able to sit down and just absorb a film. Like, it has those fun chapter cards, so if you needed to stop, you could be like, oh, I could just stop, take a break right now, or like, it was just, it was such an easy, effortless to watch. Mm -hmm. And some of these movies that we watch take so much effort to watch. They're so hard, they're so time-consuming, they're so draining, like, physically and emotionally, that sitting down to watch this, I was just like, oh, 
this feels nice. Yeah. Because it's not going to continue. It's just going, like, we are going to go ups and downs, and it's it's going to be hard to come across movies like this. And so while I necessarily wouldn't vote for it, I also questioned, though, Mita, if in 1973 I would have voted for it. Oh, yeah. Because in 73, I wouldn't have seen Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. This would have felt, I think, a lot more novel than it does right now. Mm-hmm. I think we're also admiring the simplicity of it. Like, oh, it's so simple, it's so nice. But maybe at the time, it was this, like, crackerjack film with these great twists and this great, it was super fun. And it's... There are, like, a co- lot of cool shots that are yeah. done that when that scene with the woman, Selena. Selena? Selena. Selena. Yeah. What's her first name? Anyways, Loretta. Solino, like the shot of the man shooting her. Yeah. And then he's running towards him. So you think he's about you to think he's, like, yeah, That's yeah, pretty yeah. fun. It's pretty fun. Yeah. There's, there, there are some things that maintain it. Yeah. So, you know, I just had a good time. Yeah. And is it my all-time favorite film? No. Would I recommend this to people? Absolutely. I totally understand why it won Best Picture because it was a rage. It was the film. It would be like Titanic not winning Best Picture. I guarantee that's what it was. The Exorcist is, we didn't talk about it very much, but The Exorcist is an excellent film, Mita. We do have an episode on we The Exorcist. We do have an episode where we could talk about The Exorcist, because I could talk about The Exorcist forever. Talk about Reagan. It is, it is spectacular filmmaking. It is timeless. It is more timeless than The Sting. But I get why The Sting won. At the end of it, I understand, because The Exorcist was polarizing and I think confusing. That's mm. the other thing. The Exorcist is trying to say a lot yeah, and hard to absorb in that time. Yeah, in that yeah. time frame, I think The Exorcist took needed time. I think William Friedkin was just ahead of the game. Yeah. As he was with many of his films, I think he was just, it, it was ahead of its time. And it needed time to get to the point where people understood, oh, this isn't just a horror movie. It's actually not a horror movie. It's meant, it's a theological thriller, and it's meant to be about God and religion and your relationship with, with it. Again, The Sting was just like, hey, come have a good time. So for that, it's getting four stars. Very nice. Yeah. Are you excited for the sequel for The Exorcist that's coming out this year? No. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued, but I'm not excited. It has Ellen. It has Ellen, which is why I'm intrigued. Otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't give it the time of day. And you haven't seen the Halloween trilogy, so. No, Mita, yeah. and I will not be. At all? You've watched one and two. I don't like I think you should just see, like, just to see what he's trying to say. He is trying to do something. Two is really bad. I will give you that. But if you watch one, two, and three, he really is trying to do something different. And trying to say, well, I'll one day I'll just spoil it for you because okay. you're not going to watch it. So, there we go. But maybe now you could go into your rating. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll talk about Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. The Sting is just so much fun. It is, yeah. And I think the thing that works the most for it is that you can tell that the people in this movie are just having fun. Yes. These are That's a big very reputable actors yeah. that come from, like, a serious background. And so you, you maybe there would be some thought that they would try to, like, take the work very seriously. And they yeah. want to find some truth out of this movie or be, like, an actor. But I really think that Robert Redford and Paul Newman signed up for this because they're like, let's just have some fun. Like, wait, wait, was Butch Cassidy before this? Yes. Yeah, 69. Very recent. So I think they might have had some fun on that movie. Yeah. And we're like, let's just do it again. And this is, like, the definition of a romp. Yeah. And I think... So far, what we have watched as Best Pictures, we are always searching for, like, 
why was this movie made? What is the story being yeah. told? And in a lot of those that we have seen, I feel like the stories being told maybe just weren't necessary or not told right yeah. or just not, it didn't come across on the screen the way it should have. Mm-hmm. Where because this has no like real like purpose to yeah. it, it just flows so nicely. Mm-hmm. And like it is a very fun watch. I know that you think that I would love this movie. And that totally does make sense because I do. Ocean's Eleven is like, it's a five-star movie for me. But I think Ocean's Eleven does benefit from the time that it did come out in terms of like the aesthetics of the film. Like Steven Soderbergh is very, he has such a viewpoint that's different than anybody else. And then the music and everything in that. The music in this is so like. Dull. <laughs> it's literally do 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 like, and it's meant to be right. Yeah, but I so much appreciate this for being the inspiration of con movies yeah. to start because it really does like lay out all the groundwork for people, and it's so enjoyable. Yeah, and so I am also leaning towards a four star okay. review. Yeah, well deserved. Well deserved. Four, four yeah. stars. I think there's a time where I would have voted for this. Over The Exorcist. Oh, really? Only because I feel like at the time, this was the thing. Mm. And I think it would have been hard to escape. It would have been like voting for LA Confidential over Titanic. Like, Um, you know what the better film is, but it's... Titanic. Titanic was Titanic. For a reason. It was a big deal. A big deal. But that was the sting. Yep. We have an interesting week next week once again. Yeah. But before we get there, mm. game time, Ethan. Yes, you are gaming me. I'm gaming you. Yeah. So last week you had me connect mm-hmm. my all-time favorite film, mm-hmm. Sex and the City 2, Yeah. to Sophie's Choice. Yes. Which I, there's no other way to describe <laughs> Sophie's yeah. Choice, other than it's kind of a bland movie with a yeah. good performance. There you go, yeah. Yeah, and a good end. I'm going to have you connect this mm. week. Sophie's Choice. Yeah. To a film I recently rewatched mm-hmm. called Bros. <laughs> okay. And your timer starts now. Okay. Bros has Billy on the street. <laughs> Billy Eichner, and I'm forgetting the other guy's name. And can I tie Meryl Streep to Sally Field? No. Can I tie Meryl Streep to... Oh, oh, I got it. Okay. I'm forgetting his name. Can I look up Sophie's Choice for a second? Just so I know his name. Yeah. The guy in it. Do you know who I'm talking about? The other guy? The short little guy. Oh, I don't remember. I barely remember Sophie and her choices. Not Kevin Klein. Peter McNichol. Okay. Okay. Sophie's Choice has Peter McNichol. Okay. Who... Also starred on the television show Allie McBeal with one Calista Flockhart. Calista Flockhart was on the television show Brothers and Sisters with the boyfriend in Bros whose name I forget. Luke McFarlane. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Very nice. You can connect Sally Field, who was in Brothers and Sisters. Yes. To Meryl Streep because they both have been directed by Steven Spielberg. Okay. Yeah, that would fair. be that would be it. The post and the post Lincoln. and Lincoln. Yeah, okay, yeah. but I did it through Calista Flockhart. So. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> this, yeah, it's totally the same way I've all done. Yay! <sighs> Was that how you had done it with Lincoln and oh, okay yeah. the post? Yeah, yeah, that's how I did it. Yeah, so, yes. Well done, Mita. Next Thank week you. I will connect bros to something to something strange. I'm sure. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, crazy. Wow.
<laughs> Samita, what are we meant to watch next week? Um, next week, we don't know. Well, what is Best Picture winner from next week? Oh, next week is The Godfather Part 2. Yes. And what are two of the other nominated films from that year? Uh, Lenny and the Inferno? The- no. <laughs> Mita's tired, guys. Of the five nominees, Mita and I have actually seen three. Yeah. So The Godfather Part 2 is winner, and then Chinatown... And the conversation. Yes. We all, we have episodes on all of them. On all three of those movies. It's a lot, actually. Yes. So we're left with the other two nominees, Lenny and The Towering Inferno. Towering Inferno. So we have cheated a little bit this time. Mm -hmm. And because we didn't officially review a Bob Fussy movie, Mm -hmm. we're going to be reviewing Lenny this time around. Because we want to give Bob Fosse an official review. Yes. Because we didn't do it with Cabaret. There so maybe if we have time, we'll watch The Towering Inferno. I might. Maybe. Yeah. Mita's on. Mita has to watch a new movie, all these new movies anyway. So I'm maybe. So behind, but yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, we will be watching Lenny as an alt for The Godfather Part Two. Yeah. And then that'll be the most. Will be four movies that we'll be able to compare at that point. Wow. Well, crazy. It could be five. It could be. It could be five. We'll wow, see. Five. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if we have time for it. It might not be a bad idea. Yeah. But that is for next week. Mita, do you have parting words? Yeah, I do. Sorry, I'm late. I was taking a crap. <laughs> I will say, for such an entertaining film, the movie didn't have many lines. Not a lot of, like, quotable things. No. Yeah, it didn't have a lot of quotable quotes. No, but, like... But it made do. It was still fun. It was still fun. Yeah. Very fun. Those blue, blue eyes. So many blue eyes. Paul Newman's eyes, Mita... Bradley Cooper blue. could never. <laughs> well, now you never know because they're wearing contacts or whatever. I think those are Bradley Cooper's real eyes. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've heard. From who? From like people. The TikToks? Yeah. <laughs> people who have seen him also say like his eyes are really that blue. You well, know Jesse Cruikshank? I know, yes. Yeah, back in the day for MTV Canada, uh, she went on like a date with Bradley Cooper. Oh, okay. That was like their interview was yeah. supposed to be she's going on a date with him and she was like, his eyes are really that oh, blue. Well. It's the most awkward interview I've ever seen. Yeah. Good. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening, friends. Please like, subscribe, share, and... Rate and review. And we will see you next week for... Lenny. Lenny. Whatever Lenny is. Who who dat? We're going to find out. (laughs) Have a lovely week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Movies to Watch Before the End of the World, sponsored by no one. You can send us an email at moviestowatchpod at gmail.com, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at movies to watch pod, and check out our letterbox at movies the number two watch pod. As always, keep your pants on and don't forget to smell the Kevin Bacon.